So now is our <laughs> that was our new Bodhi vocal ensemble. Is that beautiful? So beautiful. Thank you, Douglas. We'll just take a moment to invite our wonderful mothers to stand so we can love and appreciate you, you today if you are a mother. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being you. And let us lift our hands up to them. Stay standing for a moment. And let's just repeat after me. Thank you for meeting your divine appointment. Thank you for being the divine mother. We love and appreciate you. Thank you. And you get free pancakes today. <laughs> All right. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was and is creative. The Word caused all that is to be. And it is said that the Word was good. The Word was good. It's important for us to understand that. The inherent beginning vibration of all creation that is called the Word, its nature was and is good. From this good word, all of life flows. The word of God called universes, caused universes upon universes, um, realities upon realities to be created and multiplied, created the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of infinite possibility, the present moment vibration of joy, all inherent within the good word. We think of this in terms of time as having happened in the past or some great moment. But the truth of the matter is, is that the word of God is a present moment experience that is always creating and multiplying itself unto itself. So there is no great moment of creation from which all things are flowing. There is a great moment of creation that is now. And all good things are always flowing. How does this occur? How does God continue to create? Through you. You are the word of God. You are its creation, its expression. You are the very thing itself. You are on the edge of the, you're on the cutting edge of creation. You are God extending itself into its next yet to be. Take a breath in there, because that's a big idea. I think you might have missed that message when you were in first grade. Someone might have forgot to tell you that. So it's important for us to embody that and realize, how is God continuing to create and expand its goodness through us? Because we are that. We are its creation, not as a, like an extension of a piece of it, but we are all that it is. Inherent in you is the full nature and perfection and eternal life of God. And the exciting great news of that is, is that you have, have been created and you as a conscious point of this thing called God will forevermore create. There will come a day when you'll lay down this body 
and leave this dimension and find yourself in a more expanded, beautiful dimension. And there you shall create. In fact, the greater truth is you will realize that on many levels of being, much more than you understand in this form, you are creating. You will see the worlds that are flowing from you. Oh, magnificent creator that you are. You are that. Your word is your wand. Ernest Holmes says, My word is the law unto its own manifestation and will bring to me or cause me to be brought to its fulfillment. My word is the law unto its own manifestation and will bring to me or cause me to be brought to its fulfillment. You, by the power of your word, are always activating the law of creation and the law of attraction. You are always creating. Now, word, in this case, has three levels of being. The first is thought. Your thought is an expression of your word. So the thoughts that you have are creative. When you have a bunch of thoughts about an idea, they coagulate together and they become a belief. One thought does not a belief make. A hundred, two hundred, a thousand, two thousand thoughts all in the same vibration, although the word may be different if it's the same vibration, coagulates, comes together, and forms a belief. When you have formed a belief, it is harder to change than a thought. Does that make sense to you? It's like a cup of water or a lake of water, right? But each of those are considered your word, your way that you create. And the third form of the word is the actual spoken word. The thought is creative, The beliefs are creative. But when you actually use your word, you are moving it from spirit realm into the world of form. You are literally taking it and speaking it into this dimension. It's a very powerful thing that you do. And as we talk a lot about here at Bodhi, many of us up till now have been very sloppy with the ways that we think, the ways that we believe, and the ways that we use our word. We have polluted our uh, fifth chakra, our throat chakra, because the throat chakra holds all of that which you have been said. I want you to imagine that sitting in here, all that you have been said, all that you have said kind of vibrates inside the chakra. It's a very vulnerable chakra. It's actually the most vulnerable chakra of the seven because of how much it holds in it, because of how powerful It is, and because your voice, the power of your word, resides in the center of it. So the challenge is, by your words, as it says in the Bible, by your words shall you be justified, and by your words shall you be condemned. By your words shall you be justified, by your words shall you be condemned. You sit in the center of the power to choose a life of joy and goodness, a life of pain and struggle, a life of prosperity, a life of anxiety. You yourself have the power to choose, and it sits in the center. By your words, you are justified. By your words, you are condemned. It doesn't say by someone else's words you are justified. It doesn't say by your mama's words, by your daddy's words, by your neighbor's words. It doesn't say by society's words. It doesn't say by the words of this world 
are you justified or condemned. It is only by your words. You've got to get that. You've got to feel that because that very truth will release you from the lie that says, I am at the effect of this world. So-and-so said something mean about me. Aw. Well, that's really their problem, isn't it? It's their challenge that they're working out. The only way... The only way it becomes yours is if by your words, you agree. If you agree with that, which is to be said, that is being said about you in the world. It is not the world that is, that is um, persecuting you. It is your agreement and your use of the word that vibrates, matches it, and then makes it its own. But again, you always have the power to shift this. The voice is a clear channel of energy which expresses who we are at every level. It is from the throat chakra that we express our personal truths. As I said, it's a vulnerable chakra. It is the most easily unbalanced by stressful emotional experiences. Speaking false words against our essence or about another and by substance or abuse. Let me say that again. It is the most easily unbalanced by stressful emotional experiences speaking false words against our essence or about another, and by substance abuse. Nearly all of our addictive habits pass through this chakra, whether it be that which we ingest or the words that we speak, the codependent habitual ways we have of being in relationship, they flow through our words, right? We create um, our habits create and, and, and get supported by our words because we create a false idea about ourselves. And then we use our words to keep that false idea in place. We create personas. You've created images of who you are. You've realized from very early on, oh, if I act this way, then this is good. If I act this way, this protects me. If I act this way, then people like me. All of these ways become personas, not your true identity. They become um, kind of like um, uh, shadows, shadows that surround you, that represent yourself. They're like, um, it's like holograms, or is that, would that be the right word? Something like that. Um, they become this part of you that, that extends from you, but isn't your true self. But the challenge is we present ourselves as this. That's once removed. So it's not your true essence. But we use our word to keep empowering this essence. We use our word to keep creating this false image, keep puffing up this thing. Our words, our power becomes disconnected and activating this. Do you see that? So we want to use our words to deny and release ourselves from these shadows and use our word to activate our power, which is actually inside of us, not once or twice or three times removed to use it to activate the glory and the joy of God. When we block our emotional expression, either by not saying what we feel or what we want, we limit our ability to expand our creative self. When you block speaking your truth or what you want, when you block using this most powerful chakra to serve you, you also block your ability to create. And when you block your ability to create, you become stunted. You become aggravated. You become um, contracted. And you become at the effect of the world. Then your word gets kind of spirals down 
a rabbit hole of sadness and depression and shame and guilt and blame. All those things get activated down there. The more we deny our truth, the more we become blocked. And when you become blocked, you're not able to, to, to prosper. You're not able to feel good. You're not able to, to nurture and nourish yourself or others. So speaking our truth becomes the most important thing about our spiritual path. One of the most important things about our spiritual path is finding our voice and speaking our truth, whatever it is. And you know, we have empowering ways of doing that and we have disempowering ways of doing that. A disempowering way of speaking your truth is saying, he hurt me. The reason that's disempowering is because you're projecting and blaming. That is a disempowered way to speak your truth and it's not your ultimate truth. An empowering way would simply to say, I feel hurt. I feel hurt. That all, every word I've spoken lives inside of me. And I'm taking full responsibility for it when I'm simply owning my feeling. Now, if you can practice the way that you place your words, because many, many times our our culture is... is, um, is a very, very, very conditioned to use words to project and to blame, to attack and to make others responsible. To awaken to your spiritual truth means you must learn and how to use your words well and how to, and to slow down and to consciously speak your truth so that you are fully responsible. No blame, no shame. I'm not blaming anybody when I say, I feel hurt. That's a feeling that's occurring. And I'm honoring that, and that feels like my truth in the moment. It is the speaking of our truth that sets us free. It is the owning of that, and God willing, being witnessed by a beloved brother or sister on the path, which you have here, to be witnessed by that when someone says, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We begin to move through it. It is in the full speaking of our truth and the owning of our experience that we can become free of it. Prayer is a magnificent thing, a magnificent way to use your word. But the way that prayer really works is when you get to the heart of what is happening. When you get real about what is occurring, that's the moment where the prayer is the most potent and the most powerful um, choice in the center of, yes, this is what is occurring for me. You see, you can't speak around your truth and expect prayer to work. So our practice is over and over and over. What is my deepest truth? Not as a curse, not as my divine reality, to speak it, to own it so that it may move, so that it may shift because the deepest truth and the greatest word that you will ever speak is the word of God, the word of your nature, the word of goodness. These are the truths that we're seeking to to be fulfilled. These are the words that we're seeking to experience. But the way to them is through the true experience that you're having in the moment. Are you with me on that? It's an important thing to understand because there's a lot of times we want to bypass what's occurring inside of ourselves. Because, Mike, I'll I'll speak for me, because my conditioning has been it's someone else's fault. Someone else did something. And I feel shamed. I feel guilty. I feel bad. Like all this stuff occurs inside of me because I've projected out what's occurring for me. And I can't do anything about that. If you're the reason that I'm having a problem, then I got a really big problem. 
Because that means you need to change for me to be happy. Do you get how that's not going to work? That is not going to work. I can't get better by you changing your mind about me. It will help. It'll help. I don't want to deny, you know, we're here together. It'll help. But no matter how many times you tell me you love me, if I am not willing to shift my idea of being lovable, then it's not going to enter. Ultimately, I'm going to keep creating a a, a different reality. And if I keep affirming I'm not lovable, I'm either going to push you away, get rid of you, or do something. Because it's going to be too much of a conflict. But when I can speak the words of God, speak the words of love, allow myself to be filled up with them, then I can begin to mirror that, which is the truth of my being. That's what we're here to do. You're here to feel good. You are here to feel God. You are here to take all of your power and all of the infinite possibility that resides within this current present moment and create. You're here to just make whatever you want to make, but we must use it in its nature. You cannot use it in its na- you cannot use it outside of its nature, and its nature is good. So a spiritual being, an awakened one, which you are, must consciously create for good. It must be in the nature of goodness. It must bless others. You're ready to choose those and only those creations. Only those creations, because anything else is a waste of your energy. Anything else um, ends up cursing you. So the lies that we speak, any lie that we speak from our mouth, closes up our, our fifth chakra and causes us, causes us to be in pain. Any gossip and unkind words that we participate in boomerang back to us multiply. So anytime we speak badly about another, we are literally sending out a boomerang that builds energy, multiplies itself by 10, and comes back. I want us to become aware of that. I want us to be conscious of that because it will hopefully cause us to pause and say, do I need to say this? Do I want to multiply this for myself? Any stories of struggle and woe will simply create more struggle and woe. So we've got to be conscious of that too. There's a way that I can be honest about what I'm feeling, which is not telling my story of struggle and woe. When I tell my story of struggle and woe, I'm looking to enlist co-conspirators in creating that very thing. When I'm saying, this is what is occurring inside me and this is what I'd love to be healed from, I'm inviting the Holy Spirit to come in and transform me. That's a difference. Telling my truth or regurgitating and recycling my story are two very different things, right? So we must become free of our stories of struggle and woe. We must decide the truth of our being to, to recognize that we have the power to create a new reality and the power is in our word. That which has created all life and is continually creating life for more and forevermore in its nature, which is good, is the very power that you have within you to use. Isn't that great? That is magnificent. Give me a little more. That's magnificent. That's magnificent. And so we say, the Bible teaches us, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. 
Lord means law. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, the law of creation, which is my strength and my redeemer, which lifts me up out of the chaos and the confusion. This is a beautiful prayer. It's a beautiful opening, isn't it? Let my words be for good. And when in doubt, when the words begin to fail us because of the conditioning, we simply affirm, my word right now has the power to heal. My word has the power to heal. Another way to activate the power of your word and the expansion of your goodness is to use your word for creative expression. To get, flow, get that poem that lives in you flowing. To get that story on the page. To get that song singing, even if it's in the shower. Using your fifth chakra to create joy, to create music, to create words of love, to, to artistically express itself is extremely healing because it takes us out of the logical mind and it moves us into the expansive timelessness of your being. And I want to invite you specifically, next Sunday is our open mic night. We do it once a month. And next Sunday is our year anniversary for open mic. And I honor Chris Walker, who's been anchoring this for a whole year, once a month. It's a fantastic gathering where people just come together to tell a poem, to sing a song, to dance, to do whatever they want to do to express themselves. It's an open, loving, accepting environment. Except, yes, that's a fine enough way to say it. So I invite you to do that. I also invite you this week, your homework, which is to be very conscious of your words, of course, to pause and to ask yourself, is this meant to be said? I need to say what I mean, I need to mean what I say, and I need to not say it mean. That's a very important thing, right? So be conscious of it. And I also want to invite you this week to, to find moments where you're not speaking where you just shut down your voice for a while, to just be in here, to be still, to give it a break, to put it on pause, and to just observe life, to be in life, but not always doing this at life. Moments of rest are very, very, very necessary for this chakra. We must rest it. You know, um, who's the guy from Dallas? Larry... Yeah, J.R., him. He, I heard this story once, I love that. Every Friday, from morning to the end of night, is his day of silence. He takes one day a week not to speak. Just to be still. To let, give himself a break. It's a, now, for us, let, let's start with an hour. Make it a good, clear hour. Where you're just going to be silent. It's so powerful. It's so empowering. And you've got the willingness to do a day a week, magnificent. It will transform you. You will begin to see, you'll begin to hear, and you'll begin to be able to use this most powerful um, way to know and express God um, more consciously and more intentionally. Yes? And so it is. All right, take a deep breath as we move into prayer. I invite our spiritual counselors to come forward and anchor the space for us. The rest of you take a nice deep breath because the word that we speak is that all is well. Right here and right now.
I use my voice to say hello to God, hello to the divine presence. I use my voice here and now in the power of prayer to activate the law that only says yes because I know that I'm one with this goodness and I know that I have been anointed and appointed to use the field of infinite pure potentiality to create whatever it is I desire. And because I know its name as good, because I know its nature as love, because I know its name as my own, as I do each one of us, it is easy that I affirm in this moment that forgiveness just sets us free from all the words we have spoken. The words I speak affirm that all is well here and now. Right here, right now, I absolutely know that we have been requalified, recalibrated, and realigned with our power to speak our word clearly and honestly. And we speak this word from a place of goodness, of wholeness, of this thing called God. We let go of the suffering. We let go of the struggle. We release the world of effect. It is no longer our master. And we sit calmly and freely in the center of our being over and over and over, affirming the nature of God is my nature. All is well. I create from this place. My word is my wand. And the world of effect is not my God. My God is the ever-present creative power. And all is well. Take a breath. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever. say these words of truth because they are divine reality and because from this knowing all good flows so we are healed this day we are returned to wholeness we remember our power and we know that all is always well take a deep breath allow this truth to be deeply embodied accept the miracle that's inherent within it for you And with a grateful heart, I release this prayer now. I let it go into the law that only says yes, that is even now materializing itself in our experience. So grateful, I release it, I let it be, and together we say.